1: post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today
2: Actong millwall supports the lions food hub this is a friendly local food hub it's based in bermondsey it's run by our very own kelly webster of the mill lionesses a very well-known Millwall fan they do need suppliers dear listeners before we get into the show today they have posted they need tinned meat, they need toiletries, they need soup, they need tinned fruit and veg. If you can help in any way, they are on Twitter, at Lions Food Hub. DM them, you can DM me at Acton Millwall and I'll pass on any help and information that we can. Lions Food Hub, at Lions Food Hub. Thank you for listening, now back to the show. You're
3: listening to Acton Millwall.
2: Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to the immediate aftermath, the post match aftermath of, for me, one of the um, poorer Mimble performances of the season. Joining me to chew over the cud as we both fight um, post match depression is Mr.
4: Harry Warren. Welcome to the show, H. Hello, listeners. I'm sure you're over the moon to have me on for this positivity <laughs> field session.
2: Now, Harry should have been playing football himself this afternoon, dear listeners, but um, for various reasons, you, you, you've watched the the Sky broadcast instead, Harry. I bet you wish you'd have driven over to Chiswick and taken the field for your 20 minutes play, mate.
4: Yeah, it would have been something like that. I mean, would I have been better than Marlon Romeo today would have been the question, but I think I'm <laughs> jumping the gun. <laughs>
2: Um, let's, We'll nil, nil Swansea City free for any far flung listeners in the, uh, you know, the, the never regions of the world who missed the result this afternoon. That, um you. If there was any faint hope, or the, uh, the, the patient, um, comfortably passed away in its sleep earlier on this afternoon, dear listeners, if there was any faint hope of post-season uh, football, which I think there was always was a faint hope, but there we I are. I don't
4: think it, I don't think it was a faint hope. I think it was, I think we'd somehow it should have been a faint hope and we'd somehow managed to make it sort of our own, in our own hands to a slight, to a certain extent with a run of three wins on the bounce, which always papers over the cracks. I I get your point, but you know, you go into that game, let's, let's be honest, Swansea haven't won in four, been thumped by one of those teams. Millwall have put in good, solid counter-attacking performances and then they, they serve that up and it's kind of unforgivable, Nick, because it reminds me too much of a year ago. It reminds me too much. That game reminds me too much of the QPR defeat very late on in the season last year. And yeah. it just shows we've learned nothing and we will learn nothing um, because we're Millwall Football Club. Let's start
2: off with the, the um, selection First of all, Harry, because I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't cast myself as any kind of mystic seer of the future, listeners, but I, I, I don't think I was alone in wondering why Alex Pierce was starting today when Ryan Woods, you know, all right, you know that we, Harry, we all have our, um, you know, he's, he's a controversial pick, perhaps, but I would have thought, and I want to get your take first of all on a Alex Pierce starting, and second, why is George Evans not taking his place in that back three, and a midfield of, of Kiefton, Belds, Mitchell and Woods, which would be a logical start to me. How did you see the this, selection this itself?
4: I mean, I, I, I hadn't really considered um, the Woods effect of not playing. I know whenever we play a back four, we're worse. Um, in this particular uh, iteration mm. of Millwall, whenever we go to a back four, you know we're in trouble and it tends to end up with us conceding more goals, which is what later went on to happen. Um, Yes, I could see the reasons for Woods to to play. I'm guessing Woods must be injured because there is no way on God's green earth that we would pick Williams over Woods. Even me, you know, one of Woods's loudest bang uh banging the drum for Woods being limited in what he can do. He's much better football player than than Sean Williams is at this stage of his career. Um and it was baffling, you know, with sat there and you have to give Rowick credit for when he does good things but you also don't have to be part of the Rowick out brigade to say that today him his performance was very very poor um in a manager's win games you know the squads yes Swansea have quality you, you can see that when they've when they've taken their chances but you can't leave IU the space that you did and you can't leave Low the space for the for, for the third, and you can't get caught out like Romeo did for the second. And these are all errors, but these are yeah, players. No, I
2: agree. Errors, yeah, yeah. And these
4: are these are all, these are all p- players picked by this man. And at one nil, you know, I think the first half. Let let us break it down by looking at that squad. You're right. That was the future for me. That is a Millwall. That is a Millwall midfield that you can build on. That has got with a player, whether it is Woods or not, sitting on the bench to bring you when you do have the ball, um, to let you get forward at the pitch. The problem is, is, for all, how good Wallace and Bennett have been, they don't, they're not strikers, and you can't, no, not strikers, be, no. you can't ask them to be strikers. You know, it works when you've got space and you can hit teams on a counter-attack, but I don't know whether or not, I just felt very underwhelmed. I mean, we started quite well, actually, for all, for all intensive purposes, and, well, you know... F- Moments change games, but oh, I don't know Nick. it just it just feels like we're stuck in a loop of ever ever going towards hope and then hope being okay. rapidly destroyed in sort of being pumped at home, which we've ha- has happened sort of two or three, maybe even four or five times now under we've been pumped at home. Um, quite badly chasing games. And we're terrible when we go the goal behind. We're
2: terrible when we go behind. Um this let's, let's go through the game because we 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 strive to be to be fair. We did have some early it was early, a bright early start from Miller as Billy Mitchell was unlucky, actually he had a shot on target in the third it would have been on target but for the deflection which went for a corner left and then Jake Cooper headed wide, um, when maybe he might have expected to have done, but that was inside the first um, three or four minutes. Um there's a lot of ifs, Harry, in there? I mean, you can you can say with, with any chance, if it had gone in, it would have been a different game. If that had gone in, you might have had a different game on your hands. But certainly we started lively. Um, I think Bennett had a, had a headed uh, opportunity. I don't know if it's a chance, but certainly an opportunity a few minutes later. Um, but I, I, I where I criticise this team or management whichever the two go hand in hand is that we we gradually got out um outworked and i think they made that point they used that phrase actually on sky tv i think the the co commentator was it goodman
4: it was goodman unfortunately
2: um he actually made that point that we were outworked and as the as the half wore on our chances our opportunities faded away to, to next to nothing now in fairness swansea didn't create much there was one save as a defensive error um incident which let low in on that was about halfway through the first half and then the goal which i think you've you've already touched on where we give time and space to a a danger player a man that can hurt you and and so he did right bang on half time
4: it was from their throwing it reminded me of the derby goal after the first restart of getting caught, caught in transition um because malone goes early in the in this wing back system malone goes early to to provide the overlap when you go forward. And the problem was that I had drifted into that space that he'd left, which isn't a problem as long as you don't then lose the ball in the middle, which we did. Which yes, we did, yeah. Malone rushes back and obviously just turns him inside, uses his momentum against him, which looks terrible if you cut it down. But, you know, Malone's been quite good this season. Yeah, it's a mistake. But that's kind of a little bit more forgivable because it comes from a from our own mistake, which leads to consecutive mistakes, if, mm. if you understand yeah, what Yeah, a bit in trouble, don't know. Yeah. Um, but but the problem for me is that we're so passive in that in that as the gra- the game gradually slips away from you. I mean, if we get in a at time at nil nil again, a big if, you know, would we have seen the same second half? Uh, probably yeah, because the whole of the second half was Swansea, and it, and it changed pretty much from sort of the first fifteen minutes of Millwall pressure, basically the remaining the remaining sixty minutes of that game.
2: Um, it was all Swansea, wasn't
4: it? it yeah, was, absolutely. Yeah, we and we it hit,
2: Jake's hit the post, and you know, again, that's that's that was a, a free kick from the left, and Jake being six foot, whatever he is, six foot five, six seven, I can't, you know, very, you get varying heights for him, but he's, he's always going to be in of a shout, and he was in of a shout, and he hit the post, and that was unlucky. Um, But apart from that, Harry, I mean, until going late in the game chasing it, um, two, and three goals down, we've we've done
4: nothing in front of goal, and and
2: made because,
4: a re- made a bunch of really weird substitutions.
2: Well, there's there's another issue. I mean, obviously from we've got it at half time, you're right. Would we what well, should it have been changed at half time?
4: I don't uh, think I think the only thing know. can change the only thing can change at half time is Pierce. Pierce is awful, right?
2: I haven't he, seen the goals back, so I don't know what level of Pierce yeah, um, so for,
4: for the first chance, right? For the first chance that you we've touched on, not the goal, the first chance that Swansea have when they got in behind and Bart makes quite a decent save. Yeah. Matt Mamara and uh wallace have gone across to cover the two players pierce doesn't get back and cover the ball across the six yard box he's still outside the box when the ball gets pulled back now that's one position that's also two legs i, I can't get back here anymore i'm done I'm, mm. that that pace has gone right yeah. and it's everything that we touch on with him is he's, he's positioning he looks terrible because he gets caught out of position i don't think he's net. Like, i don't think he gets caught out of position because he doesn't know that he should be there. I think he gets caught out because he physically can't get there anymore. And that that happens to everyone over time. That happens to the world's greatest centre-backs. And once, if you rely on that little bit of reactional play, which I think he does, once that goes, you look very, 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 very average. And he looks very average. He shouldn't be anywhere near the side. Uh, you know, we're going to have a very difficult. Com- You've got to have a very difficult conversation with Alex Pierce over the summer because the the captaincy going forward is a joke. Because basically, it's the elephant in the room, isn't it? It's like is he part of your first team plans? Because he shouldn't
2: be. He shouldn't be, in my opinion, because of of old father time, Harry. I mean, you know, it, it, it creeps up on the sword, doesn't it? And unfortunately, that's where it's got to Alex Pierce If he you, if you can't if he can't do it on the pitch, then club captaincy becomes quite a difficult role off the pitch, doesn't it?
4: absolutely and and the problem is is that why he's there he's a distraction he's a it's another question to be asked if i'm rowdy i want to move him on i don't want i don't want i don't need him now but he seems to rely on him in some kind of paradoxical universe where he thinks he can do a job that he's probably telling him he can do you know and and he can't i hear it, he's a lovely bloke and he seems i mean i so was supposed to be a lovely bloke but he was <laughs> shit as well you, you know i mean it's not it, i don't know i don't know i can't answer your you question harry if we want to, you know, this talk, you know, Don Goodman seemed to have been on some kind of Millwall PR course that, you know, Millwall Yeah, told him hurt. to liven it up, they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 told him to fuck either, either he's nice or he fucks off and don't get invited into it. <laughs> then again, it did seem like it was a, sort of the, uh, it was very, un, it, uh, and it made me more cynical towards him even. It made me dislike He can't him. win
2: with you, can I mean, he? <laughs> oh, no, it
4: made, me, it made me dislike him more. It's like, well, if you've got an idea of the club, stand by your convictions or, or you know, don't, don't try and repay the damage you done on the QPR theme six months later. If you've got, I mean, involved <laughs> opinion, stand by that. Stand elephant. by it, yeah. But yeah, it still yeah, gets, yeah. you're gonna get
2: slagged whichever way where You're gonna go exactly.
4: So, so oh, that's, that's fair enough. But you know, the, bit... the, the Woods, the Woods question, which I hadn't even thought about till you raised that right at the start of the show, is that for all Woods can't do right for all the things he can't do, he's not going to put a tackle in or whatever. And maybe Rowlett didn't think this was a game where we were going to get time and space to pick. To pick the pass, pick the pass yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah. But the idea of playing Pierce instead of George Evans, I'd, I'd suffer Woods getting rolled over in the middle a couple of times to, to look to actually have a defensive line that was solid, you know, and deal with those problems, and, and, and Evans then becomes your ball playing centre half, the one that I've been saying that if you're going to play free, you need someone that can pass the ball out the back free, so Woods can give it to him. That, that, that makes sense. That totally yeah, makes I... sense in what you've raised, but. Yeah, for some unknown reason, it's like the elephant in the room of Hutchinson's off, and within four minutes of Hutchinson fucking being injured, Alex Pierce has driven a JCB digger at his door, knocking on it to go, I'm playing now, aren't I? I'm club captain. That's what it seems like to me. And
2: the only reason played... you plays Pierce, Harry, if I mean, if, I'm trying to look at it logically because I, I don't. I don't actually understand the logic of the of the 11 and i'm not saying listeners that that would have changed the result I, you know I, I i take my hat off to some level to to swansea for kind of overcoming their demons and, and putting in a, a performance that i would hope mill would have put in today and the result consult itself out if you both brought 100 to the table and the only reason i can think of alex pierce starting and trying to be devil's um advocate here, harry is is that he brings some f- form of defensive organization which overrides his lack of pace and in his legs now but i don't see that so it can't be that can it because i thought no. we, we we made sufficient errors i'm just looking through my notes here and we made errors not loads but enough and enough to give a quality side or quality players opportunities across the whole game
4: um, At one nil at one nil at half time i did not see millwall getting beaten three nil
2: no, I, I, I didn't. You know, in I don't,
4: all. I don't think in that first half, Swansea were any better than us in terms of they, they took their one chance for a moment of quality for an international player that was bought of for a certain amount of money when they were in the Premier League. Fair enough, right? Yeah. But then it's the reaction. You know, they come out, they nearly get a goal. Okay. But from that point on, it was every single decision made by either Millwall or the management was bad. Because that's what that the the result is enough for me to prove that I don't even need to look at the stats. I watched the game. I had to walk out the room at eighty five minutes. It's the first time this season I've physically given up <laughs> and, uh, and left the room and not watched it anymore because it, it it was so you know Danny McNamara right in the first half had a chart. There was a ball sprayed out by Evans, sprayed out to Danny McNamara. Danny McNamara kills it on his chest and drives at two players and, and wins a corner because yeah. i don't think it was but that, that's not the point right it was it was
2: the, it was the drive and the intent i think right you're,
4: you're Danny right. McNamara right, is the best right back at the club yeah 100% Marlon Romeo is no longer the best right back at the club Marlon Romeo is desperately out of form for whatever reason um i'm sure
5: i think he suffered men... a loss of
2: confidence harry Absolute,
4: absolutely i think, I think the new
2: kid is on the block and you're right Danny Mac is the best right back at so i've i've I'm, i might be intervening on your on your point here, so apologies, but I'm, I'm wondering why he then gets removed on sixty minutes. when we're not. Going,
4: You are jump and you are exactly pushing for the point that I'm asking for. Okay. The, why do you take him off? the The substitutions baffle me. Those three subs.
2: Three way sub with, on sixty
4: one when we're only one uh, nil behind. I don't right. Are the wrong subs as well? They're not even. It was not even uh, for the right reasons. Right. In the system you're playing there, you've got Benny and Benny and uh, what is up front Wallace, at that yeah. time. So you could have made the change that you've already said, taking Pierce off and move Evans back into the thing to keep the system the same way and then put Woods into midfield and pass the ball about and and try and get on the ball more, try and get um, an option to keep that ball and move the ball and draw Swansea out, which they don't need to, because they're 1-0 up, but you you can try and then throw Zahor on later on. But to bring Zahor on, who, by the way, he took off because he was shit on on Saturday Mm. um, over the Easter weekend and was terrible against Stoke, you know, for 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I didn't see any difference between that when he comes on for the half hour he got here. And then...
2: Not that much, no. There was no, a chance no, when exactly. we were two, look, we're two take, down he had a chance then, didn't he?
4: But, um, yeah, but again, the keeper's save makes it look like it was destined for the top corner. It wasn't exactly, you know, he's taken sort of a flick turn around the corner and just hit one towards goal. It's not, it's not Graham Brady. Yeah. It's not, it's just... He's, you know, the bloke's on forty five grand a week. Can we just point out that he's on forty five grand a week at West Brom? Yeah, there is, there is, there's, there is no reason to play him. I have no idea why we're playing him. We, we've
2: changed, we, we, we've we've changed formation. I mean, he's decided on this three way substitution, um, and I mean, there was that actually just post the penalty show, which you know i mean they analyzed it to death on on tv and then i think they came down the side the referee got it right i, I don't know i mean I've, we've all what, seen the swansea those, yeah the uh the 60th minute oh yeah um, where, one where one murray one wallace minute clips minutes, yeah. he put a foot through the player, and I, we've seen them given we got away with it that's good stuff i mean whether we've dodged a bullet with that i don't know i think I, suppose, I
4: think if we're leveling that up for the offside chance when jed had the one-on-one in the first half where he was clearly onside. Um, but
2: anyway i mean we're, still, we're still in we're still in the game at that point i i, I Freeway substitutions are normally done late, 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 where or where you've had some dramatic moment and you really need to change it. Maybe you've gone two or three behind much earlier in the game and then you think, well, I've got to restart. And then, So I don't get that. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't want listeners to think that I'm on some kind of um, row it out kick. I'm not, actually. I, th- I think that he is probably as good a manager as we're going to get at the moment. I think he does need a second opinion, Harry. I mean, he's... Would you? And I, I know that you've never been a lover of, of Gary Rowett, but given that he's probably in, in place and, and 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 here, do you think he needs that second view? Someone else? He needs, that's
4: he needs some form of attacking,
2: or oh, some kind of attacking view, like right.
4: yeah. So like the second, the second in command needs to be some kind of striker or some kind of attack, like attack-minded midfielder. Um, Signing another assistant manager who is, you know, I'll use Harris as an opinion. Using Dave Livermore as a mm. as some kind of the fan of knowledge yeah, is yeah, never yeah. never going to work really well. We, you know, everyone's probably seen the film Mike Bassett, the Manager. He reminds me of uh, Bradley Walsh's character of the Yes Man. Of saying, yeah, that, that's <laughs> Well, right. you're
2: either a Yes Man or you're a threat to the to the to the generalissimo in charge, the, aren't you? You know. Yeah,
4: absolutely. But the, the point of the matter is, is that ever since. Like when we first come here, if you listen back to pods, you know, we talk about these substitutions, they all tended to go right. Now, is that the luck of the gambler? Eventually you can only gamble, you know, the the probability of one substitution. Backing
2: red and black comes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah.
4: Is one substitution linked to another? And and the fact of the matter is, is if you're a player in that side, I mean, if you're Ryan Woods, let's take Ryan Woods, for instance, who I've not been the biggest fan of, and I'll make no doubts about that. I'm not his biggest fan because I think he's going to be too much money, and I think there's better options out there at what he does. Yeah, What he does do, he does very well, but he's not really a Millwall type of player, and people hate using that phrase, but Kifton Bell's a Millwall type of player. He's really what he can do, but you need yin and the yang in midfield. You need I think he's still coming in
2: off injury, that. Harry. I mean, he took a bit of a knock today and he didn't, he didn't really make much in, but I do like Kiefton Bell.
4: Yeah, I do um, as well. And I think I think more players like that, Mid-Wall, the Millwall midfield, you know, if I'm sitting there today, the only player that I really, really want in that side that's not been there, and I think been an underrated player this season, is Ryan Leonard. Um, the, the fact that Leonard used to get forward a lot and make late runs into the box has sort of gone, I uh, missed. He's a bit... Bit of a box-to-box player which again you know you start into it form every time he seems to start to it form he gets injured um through tackles or, or whatever and he does put his foot in as well um but but the problem is is that you know you're starting to find the limitations of this squad and to go to the next level playing the way that row it plays you need to spend money and you need to spend big money to get those type of players that fit that system and this system is based around having a striker that can come drop into the midfield and move on and go beyond, you know, a top level striker. Well we're gonna need John to pay bigger. Vars- on- John's is- Daddy Bob varson is not that, Sahour is not that, Bradshaw's yeah. not that. And and when we spend money at this club we do it very badly. It, you know,
3: you can. Well, lose I had the to laugh, pounds. Harry. I
2: don't know if you saw the news at Den. I mean, there was an article where he's, uh, Gary Rowett is saying he might have to rethink his strike. This is pre game, obviously, um, where the, the Bennett and, and Wallace double actors kind of made him rethink his striking um, thoughts. I thought, well, yeah, that, that sounds like um, a cheapskate option of not, not paying out the big money that well, is needed, because you're right top quality strikers don't come cheap. And I don't know whether it's Kenzo Hoare is that quality of striker because I think that he's, he, he blows hot and cold. But I, think I, we, can, I, can't, think, I can't see us persevering with, with Mason Bennett and Jed as strikers. Can you? I, they, they operate I well can, in their own roles, but not as strikers.
4: I think Bennett can play off a striker, but it's always baffled me that Matt Smith needs to stay. Let's get that 100% right. He won't because Rowit has a vision. And and vision, you know, it's vision versus. I've said commit. as much. I mean, vision. the article
2: said he may have played his last game for us, which I think is a, a crying shame.
4: Which is which is criminal, for lack of a better word, it's criminal. <laughs> I can. Well, what club would get rid of their top goal scorer? <laughs> I have no idea, but Millwall will because he doesn't fit the system. Sorry, isn't the system to win football matches? Isn't that what we? What, isn't that what we're doing here in competitive sport? Well, you know, I don't know. I sh- don't know. It's it's and weird. It's just very stupid. It's very very millwall. It literally is, um, literally is millwall in a nutshell, isn't it? Right. We've got a player. Where it's unfashionable, and we're trying to go with the times and trying to be, you know, play pressing football, whatever. What what's next? We're we going to get rid of Park because you can't play out from the back. You need to sign a striker that can get in behind and score goals. Look at look at look at the difference, right. We we were looking at that low. I'm sure that low was one of the players we were looking at way back when he was... Well, at his Heathrow.
2: story was quite interesting, Harry. I mean. He said he'd, he'd, he'd come through non-league, Hampton and Richmond and, and um, someone else. I can't think who else he's played for. And then he's got his, his league football break and he would spend time in a park with his mates just working on skills. And, you know, so the, the boy has worked hard and he's come through from non-league level now. But he does look like a quality actor. The, the, the third goal, um, I, I wonder whether we could criticise... Jake for not getting in closer possibly but that does it's seem Marlon rather...
4: Romeo's fault mate it's marlon well, it, Romeo's I mean fault. It, it's... Now, on the halfway line Marlon Romeo is so far inside he might as well be playing as a third uh, as a fourth centre midfielder it, it is totally from there He get get straight into the ball and lets him run beyond him and never gets back Ro- romeo was all over the place when he come on that is a player that is totally out of confidence and you're playing him in the side when the best player you've replaced the best player in the side today at times for marlon romeo and, and people are going to stave me off because I'm, I'm, I'm calling Rowe out. He's done very well. The, start, the season, we've had a very bad season in terms of injuries. We get one every five or 10 years where we've got terrible injury crisis, right? But now the players are starting to come back it's up to you to pick the right players to win against the right opposition. That is what being a manager is.
2: The moment that um, John Daddy always comes on, always feels like you've just bought yourself a flight to Switzerland to go to the Dignitas um, early suicide clinic.
4: <laughs>
2: you know nothing's going to happen, but here comes John Daddy. But <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's it. So, yeah, so hang on. So, yeah, as you were saying about that Lowe, Lowe yeah. went to Portsmouth and we tried to buy him before... Right. They, and Portsmouth- I mean,
2: these, these things happen, but he, it, uh, my point is that that is, uh, he, he showed there a real moment of top-class quality. Well, he's got, now, he, he's had he's his got problems. pace,
4: mate. That, that's the difference. They've got pace. All these teams that get in behind our defence tend to hit us with a ball around the corner and beat our back fourth for pace, because... You can't teach pace and you have to pay to pay you have to pay to buy pace in this division. You know, look at look at the strikers that always are in this division and always get talked about. Grab pace. In this yeah. he's a fantastic finisher, but will get four or five chances because of his pace. Lowe's got in today three or four times, scored two goals, pace. You you look at Pookie, he's got he's not necessarily Pookie's probably the the wrong example. He's a, a good finisher for this level, but you, you look at those players, and they're all going to cost money. Britta Sommelonga is always the one that people go back to 12 million quid or whatever he went for. We're not going to be
2: in by. that category of we're not. Let's not, um,
4: no, we're, we're, we're not. We're, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about oh, I'm going to re look at this, I'm going to re look at statement, I might have to re look at my striking options. Well, your striking options are you know, we've got a budget of three pounds seventy, and you're looking at well, we've, got,
2: we've got Jed Wallace and we've got Mason Bennett, both very good players and both um you're gonna different... let
4: Matt Smith go. I can't. It's just I don't get low. that.
2: No, I mean if you look on if you look on Matt Smith's LinkedIn account, listeners, he lists himself as a footballer, but he's also a student at Manchester University. He he's got his eye on his next career after the football packs up, which is gonna be a couple of years away. I can't believe that Millwall cannot come to an arrangement where Matt Smith is kind of a cameo player Harry it comes in it might start the odd one here and there but mostly it's going to be a substitute when we're looking for goals you know that's 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 a great place for Matt to be in. I'm making Matt's life for him here listeners aren't I but I, I, I think you've got to say these things when when they're needed if you want to do your studies then this is a great place to be I mean, well you you know that's that's the kind of role that and and as you say Harry we're getting rid of a goal scorer I know he's got When his, they're
4: crying out for one He's got yeah, his uh, style But He's got oh, his style but, but the question is Bob Arson versus Matt Smith A few are asking Bradshaw, that question, Bradshaw
2: didn't even feed you know, today But, didn't.
4: but the, oh. the laughable thing is They're saying they might want to keep Bradshaw Because he's on an extension Because he's played a certain <laughs> amount of games But they want to get rid of Bob Arson. But they keep bringing Bob Farson And it's literally like They're treating Bob Farson Like he's a copy of the auto trader You know we keep throwing <laughs> him on To try and flog him away You know It's, it's madness Like
2: oh, I don't know
1: Achtung, Mil-Ball. won
4: Three more games, which doesn't, if you take away who the opposition are, if you won three more games, you're going to put yourself in a, in a decent chance at having a free game. You know, all we can do is worry about our own results. But if you'd won those three of those games, you're taking points out of teams directly in the competition if you wanted to be in the playoffs, yeah? Yeah. And yeah. You come in today and put a performance in like that in the second half. You know, you you always use uh, the Americanism of some players are uh, showtime or big, big times, time yeah, players. Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: Millwall have no big time players, and Alex Pierce is the epitome of what we think a big time player is, and he he's not that. You know, uh, he's club captain. No. He does a Viking hand clap before, and it's laughable. And it, it you know, for all the criticism I've got of Rowley, I could see today maybe for the first 10-15 minutes the idea of what we're trying to do what that formation is but then on the flip side i also see his own shortcomings of blinded by this system this beautiful almost
2: over yeah it's it's the inability to react because i think i didn't it's very
4: artistic it feels like well the system the system does not allow this to happen you know it, it kind of doesn't lend itself to um any kind of creativeness so any creative player, whoever they may be in this side, will always struggle because it's just not set up to have anyone do anything creative. Because you're you're immediately shut down by the fact that we need to press higher because we're we're so much in trouble in the midfield in terms of, of ball players. We've got to win it back and get on the turn and go at pace quickly, which is great. But you know, it's just it's very difficult to to see where we go to take this next step. Because I think we're no longer worried about being relegated i think that's been proven for the last sort of we've had three years they were saying there where we're finishing the top well, we've established
2: ourselves as a championship side and i i think you're right that, that unless something disastrous happens we shouldn't be a relegation contender next season but we do need to solve the we need to solve two things for me one is the goal scoring issue And the other is the inability to react in-game to situations that don't turn out the way you think they're going to go. Because today was probably the classic example, Harry, and we've said it a few times, so we'll probably close on this point. But I mean, the, the starting 11, you could talk about one or two choices and, you know, but overall, that wasn't a bad starting 11. But once the game unfolded and Swansea started to turn their form around, they've come into it in poor form um we just didn't seem to have any we had no plan b to that did we we had nothing else up our sleeve and you know i think you've got to look at the 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 subs bench there isn't an awful lot of quality sitting on that subs bench um perhaps conor mahoney should be doing a lot better with himself Um, he came into the game and didn't we didn't really see much from him
4: but um, we're not quite ready to make we we've not got all the building blocks in place we are a work in progress but the build every year the build becomes harder to do, the gap becomes bigger and I don't know, I don't know what we need, that's the problem, we need too much, it's not as simple as just going well we need a striker because I don't think that will, you know, I I, I question how many times we get the ball to a player, how quickly we break, you know, we take two passes when other teams take one and Mm. we're never, we're never gonna, we're never gonna be a, a Barcelona, we're never gonna be a Real Madrid, we're never gonna be We're never going to be any of these things because of what we are. And I also don't want to lose, lose what we are. I don't want to lose what the den is. I don't want to lose what our fan base are because we are fantastic at times and we are unique and, and there is something to be said for that. But there also needs to be an understanding from the management of what, what the supporters want. and. You know, I'm I'm thinking back, you know, probably this is uh I in my head this is officially the season dead, you know. Um we have got yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just we, five
2: games to go. We, now, well
4: yeah. we 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 basically had managed by winning three on the bench, we have managed to get the old um defibrillators out and restart the season before <laughs> somebody decided to make sure we were dead by driving a driving across and a stick of garlic <laughs> through through the millwall corps you know.
2: There we are. There we are, Harry. Um big thank you to harry warren for taking this um <laughs> time out of his afternoon for the for the psychiatry's couch for the uh, the post match analysis
4: i might have to go for a run i've, man- <laughs> I've managed to get myself get the, pretty uh, angry
2: get the get the punch bag out of the back garden mate and give it
4: oh, give I just it don't three want to be rounds of five i just don't like banality mid table i just i find it very very offensive <laughs>
2: we're gonna go take a break and we're going to have a quick look through the online reactions and we have one or two um, voicemail messages from far and wide after this break big thank you to harry in the meantime thanks a lot H. no worries mate if you're enjoying Afton Mill podcast then why not help us grow the show and leave us a review on apple podcasts we'd love it love it if you visit the apple link in the show notes and leave us a rating and a review Achtung Mill is the number one podcast broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey. No show sponsors, no Patreon and no TikTok accounts. Thank you dear listeners and as always, Arrivederci Millwall.
5: Jerry Skalak here, recording uh, in my car outside Morrison's and uh, yes I do shop at Morrison's as an ode to the one and only Steve. Um, yeah, thoughts on today's game. Ultimately, a very disappointing result uh, after three wins on the bounce. I was expecting a lot more than that. I thought the first sort of probably 20, 25 minutes, it was actually a really good game. Um, You know, quite a lot of open play. We looked lively going forward. Um, But as was the case of this season, we just didn't sustain that performance over the 90 minutes. And, um, you know, pretty much from half an hour onwards and including the second half, it was uh, it was a pretty drab drab viewing swansea good side though they are they are a decent side very well organized um you know we know we lack a bit of creativity going forward but that you know credit to them i think they did defend well and you know we we didn't really harm them much going forward bar cooper's header against the post but you know there wasn't a lot else really which really you know, made it look like we could get in the game. You know, they they scored some very good goals. Our defending was a bit off, but, you know, you're up against um, some very quality players there. I mean, Andre Ayew, who really you know, should be playing in the Premier League and, you know, Sodslaw, Jamal Lowe not scoring for 17 games and he gets a brace today, isn't that classic uh, Millwall? Um but yeah, it was uh, it was poor. And I think the second half changes as well. I mean, you know, taking off McNamara, who was probably the best player on uh, for Millwall during the game, was 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 disappointing. And you know, I could see why he brought Zahor on, but he just doesn't look like he cares. He's that loan signing where it looks like he doesn't really want to be there. So I questioned, you know, the point of bringing him on, and then. You know, to bring on Williams and Bodvass, and it's just you know you might as well turn your telly off to be honest uh, when they came on. So yeah, it's just as as we've said many times, listeners. When will this season end? Uh, you know, clearly the playoffs are miles away now. Disappointing result today. Um, yeah, so not much, not much left to say on the matter, unfortunately. Um, until next time, Jerry Scalac signing out.
2: We've had an interesting email. Big thank you to Mike Bittaker for your email, Mike, following today's uh, loss at home to Swansea. Mike writes to us to give a few thoughts on today's performance. He says, obviously not a good result, but if Billy Mitchell's early shot goes in or Jake's header, the same, who knows? Uh, First goal came at entirely the wrong time for Millwall. It was a great boost for Swansea and very deflating for us. We do seem to be a confidence-driven side, Mike, I do agree. Um, he continues that he always thinks that we have a right. We have to be right at the top of our game to be a top half of the table team. Uh, an interesting point. We're not great individually and we are stronger than the sum of our parts. So a team rather than a group of individuals, I suppose, is a way to put that. Um, if we're off our game, Mike says, we are very average and look toothless up front. Consistency is our main problem. Our major strikers are all flair players, he says. Wallace, Ber- Bennett, Mahoney. Um, which means they have good and bad days, unlike defenders like Hutch or Cooper, who are much more predictable. So question, dear listener, is the lack of consistency the same as a lack of quality? Um, Mike says he thinks in our case, they are very closely associated. We lack quality, he says, particularly in the creation and conversion of chances. I think, Mike says, quality guarantees you more consistency. He also makes the same point that Woods was not used today. Um, he says he's ambivalent as to whether we sign him or not and with our budget we look to strengthen elsewhere and poses the existential question, what is the point of John Daddy Bode And He'd um, pump both John Daddy and Bradshaw out next season. He also makes a point about Matt Smith, same as Harry and I were making earlier on, about offering him a new contract as a last 20 minute or so cameo player. As, as Mike puts it here, it's like taking an atomic bomb to the gunfight at the OK Corral. Great analogy, Mike. I think that's a very valid point too, mate. A big thank you to, to Mike Bissinger for that that email. So there we are, dear listeners. Big thank you to Harry for taking time and the immediate aftermath of that 3-0 gazumping by Swansea this afternoon. I thought we'd have a quick run, and it will be a quick run through one or two of the internet comments that have been copied into my Twitter account, dear listeners, Jim Hackett. Says a couple of poor decisions led to their first two goals. Could have got something out of the game when it was nil-one. But it shows what a couple of multi-million pound strikers can do for a team. Up until the first goal, nothing in the game. Not too depressed, says Jim. Roll on to the summer. I think you're right, Jim. Funny enough, just as um, I've gone off air with Harry, I was talking about the amount of money required to invest in our side. Because let's be really honest, you know the 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 skill that we saw at times from some of the uh, the Swansea forwards today and and other other players across the, the course of the season. Those that are at the top are there for a reason. Um, the amount of investment required looks to be way beyond anything that Millwall can bring to the to the party. Um, now I don't see the likes of Tom Bradshaw and, and John Daddy. Um, I hope being um, you know a, well. I don't see them being the answer to our problems. Whether we've got them both next season or not remains to be seen. But to get the kind of level of, of strike force in that might change it is probably going to be a tad expensive by Mill. Paul Llewellyn says, The curse of sky strikes again. We need to ban those fuckers, he says. Seriously, though, the biggest mistake was taken off McNamara for Romeo, who I have to say cost us two goals. I think that's the same point that Harry was making, Paul. McNamara and Mitchell class acts today. Now, I don't know whether we've got any any talent coming through. Um, we keep talking about young uh, Isaac Alofi at Sutton. Let's, um, let's wait and see what becomes of him without putting any pressure on the boy's shoulders. But you have to wonder where the talent's going to come from if it doesn't come through our own ranks. Steve Lee says clinical finishing was the difference for Steve. If Zohor scores, they may have panic but roll on next season. We uh, Matthew Nash, we tried to play football against a good footballing team when we should have mixed it up more. Uh, you and Hurihan, the top flight players, really. We were pretty awful today, though, says Matt Nash. Too many players not on it. Easy to hide sometimes with no fans in the ground. That is that is true. I agree with you there, Matt. Um, Graham uh, says Graham says 3-0 flattered them, uh, but it shows a difference in quality up front. And Rob Carnaby sums up a lot of what Harry and I were saying earlier on, that we've seen more mobility in a lamppost than Alex Pierce's Rob Garnaby. Um, and finally, Steve Evans took his hopeful sign from today because it didn't cost him a tenner to watch proceedings. So there we are, dear listeners. Um, uh, it, it's difficult to record in the immediate aftermath of a football game. You tend to possibly um, run away with your emotions a little bit. Um, I'm not unhappy with the season that we've had. I'm not unhappy with Gary Rowett, um, but I can see areas of our squad where the levels that are the, the, the levels of money required. Let's put it in simple terms: levels of money required to improve us will be um, way, way, way beyond anything that we've ever seen from um, a Millwall side previously. Um, let's let's wait and see on how that goes. Now, just to close us out today, um, I spoke a little while ago to uh, one of our Texas listeners, Darby Lockridge, and she has sent her own audio take on today's game into me. So let's play it out with our own yellow rose of Texas. Miss Darby Lockridge. Thank you for listening, dear listeners. And um, Arriva dirty Millwall.
3: Good morning, Nick. This is Darby, your Millwall fan, checking in from Houston, Texas. Or I I suppose it's good afternoon or good evening over there. Over here in Texas, it is absolutely morning. And to be honest, I don't know if it's that good, right? Um, But I was inspired to record a little something to send over just because I actually got to watch a broadcast Millwall match this morning, or most especially a non-iFollow broadcast. It was it was actually over here on ESPN this morning. Had to wake up, got out of bed about uh, six o'clock this morning. The match started 6.30 a.m. my time on a Saturday, um, but I was super excited to get up out of bed and actually get to watch a live Millwall match. And gosh, that 25 minutes, that first 25 minutes was absolutely magic. And I thought, this is what I'm getting out of bed for. Gosh, I, I think that when Swansea got that very first uh, that very first look at our goal, it just turned everything around. That, that first 25 minutes, we really were playing beautifully, and then everything kind of went down from there, didn't it? Um, the match is actually still going on in the other room, um, but it, I came in here at about the 90th minute, and gosh, it's over, isn't it? It was 3-0 when I left, and I just don't think we're coming back from that. We really seem to be a team of momentum. And when we come in and we're doing good, we'll continue to do good until one bad thing happens. And once one bad thing happens, we it it just pulls us off of our game, and and we're doing nothing. You know, we came back in the second half. We had we had a little bit of a chance, and we we were working a little hard after that. But once again, we once we get down, we're just we give up, and it's and it's a tragedy to see. But you know what? Now it's almost 8 30 in the morning here and I'm gonna get on with my day but I just wanted to uh send in a quick bit of audio and uh let you know that I got to watch a real match this morning and god you know I got up out of bed for that so anyway y'all have a great win take care
5: who do you want to watch (laughs)